0: Hey there, friends. It's Sadie and Tegan. Welcome back to our Golden 20s podcast. We are so excited for today's episode. We both just got back from a trip to New York together, and we thought we would fill you guys in on what went on on our trip, give you the whole recap, as well as like our itinerary and our best New York travel trip, travel tips. I was tripping over my words, travel travel tips, why am I having a hard time saying that? But anyways, uh, we're going to give you our New York travel tips, knowing it is definitely one of the best cities in the world, uh, but it can be quite overwhelming. But before we jump into all that, we are going to kick off today's episode with a connection card.
1: Yes, and we are still in the yellow category, so still in the icebreakers. And this is, what was the most meaningful gift you've ever received? Why was it so special? I'm smiling Hmm. because I have this
0: iconic Christmas, my best Christmas ever. (laughs) And it's like so iconic in my family that it just immediately is where my head went. But in the Christmas, or the Christmas of 2005. Okay, I'm taking it back. <laughs> I got tickets to see Hillary Duff in concert, and it was just the best Christmas of my entire life. I was obsessed with Hillary Duff. Like, Literally obsessed with her. And I got really sick in grade five, which was 2005. And I was like out of school for like two months leading up to Christmas. And I was sick at Christmas, but I opened Hillary Duff tickets and I just was sobbing, crying. I was so excited. My grandparents gave them to me and they like had a, a newspaper article, like, it was hillary duff's most wanted tour and they had like this whole one page from the london what is the london newspaper was it london times london free london press free press okay yeah london free press they had like a big hillary duff tour page from the paper that they had like wrapped and that was how they gave me my tickets mm-hmm. so i had that actually i still have that newspaper page in my memory box but i had it hanging in my closet Probably until I moved out to college because it was just like the best
1: thing ever to happen to me. (laughs) Classic experiences are always the best gifts. We always say that. Yeah, there it is.
0: Especially when it's meaningful like that. Like, I don't know. Yeah, It might have been my first concert. I can't remember now, but it was the best. I even got to take four friends. Like Damn. they splurged on it, right? Yeah. It was me and my mom and I got to take actually maybe I only got to take three friends. And I remember like I after I opened my tickets, I'm like planning who I was going to take and I asked these girls to go to the concert with me as if I was asking them to be my bridesmaids. Like <laughs> it was just a whole thing and it was the best, but
1: yeah. Nice. Yeah. I think the first thing that came to mind, which might be a cop out, but I'm counting it as a gift. Is my engagement ring because that's kind of a present. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a gift. Because that's definitely one, the most money that's been spent on a gift for me. And I think the most amount of thought and planning, where it was like months. And like Tyrell, before he went for it, he met with his bank to figure out how he wanted to pay for it. And so there was like months of financial planning that went into it. He like designed the ring himself. So there was time that went into that and working with the jeweler and drawing, like he drew up pictures of what he wanted it to look like. And then he like picked each individual diamond. So for those who can like see my ring, it's like a big diamond in the middle with little diamonds on the band. I don't know. He knows all the terminology but i don't and so he picked and purchased all the individual diamonds separately and then brought them to the jeweler to get it made so it was just like a lot of moving pieces and then the whole thing of getting the ring to hawaii where he eventually proposed and yeah so maybe that's a cop-out because i feel like some people don't consider that a gift but i would say a giant ass diamond ring yeah. Is a gift, so I'm sticking with it. <laughs> the more yeah. I talk, the more I'm like, yeah, it's a gift. So yeah,
0: I love that. Saying. And I think it's just like you said, how it was so much went into it to make it as special as it was. Like it's like, yeah, it wasn't just you know some ring I or ordered online. Here you go, will you marry mm-hmm. me? Like the thought behind it is is next level. So we love that.
1: Yep, she's custom made. Even though she does yeah. look like a standard, like a classic ring, which is what I wanted, but I know (laughs) she's custom. (laughs) I'm
0: seeing you tomorrow. So I'm going to be like scoping out your ring again because the diamonds. Yeah. (laughs) And I'll be like, Hey, yeah. Have a new appreciation for it.
1: Yeah. You could ask him. He was like the four C's of diamonds, which I'm sure like if anyone's purchased a lot of diamonds knows about them or if anyone's proposed, it's like clarity, carrot, I don't know, something else. So, for the little ones, the four C's were less important than the big one and blah, blah, blah. But, okay. Yeah. I was like, I wow, how... I do not know this much.
0: <laughs> yeah. We went, Tyrell and I went for brunch one day in New York and we were talking about your engagement ring and how it was like one of the biggest things he's ever purchased, kind of thing. Yeah. But, and he was talking a bit about it, but we didn't get too in the weeds. So, yeah. I'll be like, okay.
1: Let's revisit that. It all. <laughs> yeah. It was yeah. so funny when he proposed, he like had to call his ring guy because they had become like friends because it had taken like months of meetings. And yeah. so like he was personally That's invested cute. in it too. And he had like gone down all these routes of talking about like synthetic diamonds. He and his friend were getting or getting engaged, proposing at the same time. And his friend ended up doing like the synthetic diamonds. He ended up doing the like, like, classic diamond i don't know um and for all these different reasons but he had looked into like does it make sense to get a line of credit and put it on that or does it make sense to just save it pay cash outright which i think is what he did like should he just put it on a credit card and blah 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 so it was like a whole big thing but i know like we go into more details about it in one of our old episodes i think where we talk about I think it's just called like planning my wedding or something. It's an old one, but if you want to hear like the actual proposal story and stuff, yeah, I think actually that's
0: how we started talking about it in New York. Was around the more like financial planning side of it. I yeah, remember now, but yeah,
1: yeah, it is a big purchase. It's risky if she says no, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he proposed day think... one in the vacay. So it's like. Yeah. Double risky. I'm but, pretty sure he yeah. knew you
0: were going to say yes.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, I think it was reaching a point of like, this better be happening or else. <laughs> so it was almost the opposite. <laughs> Where he's like, oh, I better Absolutely. get to it. Yeah. But I'm counting that as a gift. Yeah. I feel that's like fine. lots of thought, lots of effort and what it represents. Here we are yeah. four years later, which is crazy.
0: Yeah. Awesome. Well, we will ask yeah. you guys over on our Instagram what the most meaningful gift you have received is. Is that the question? <laughs> no, yeah. I'm like, yeah. was it just the best gift, the most meaningful gift? No, I think it was In any case, meaningful. M- meaningful. Yeah. Okay. We will ask over on our Instagram. So go check us out over there, submit your answer. We're at our golden twenties and also just follow us along. To participate in upcoming episodes, things like that. We're trying to get you guys more involved in our episodes in this new season of the podcast. So just go check us out on Instagram. But I think that's where we'll kind of wrap up the connection card. Let's jump into the New York trip recap. And I think maybe we can start by saying... We went, uh, for I guess six days, almost a week. Yeah. Uh, which is the longest time I've ever spent in New York. And I hadn't been to New York since Tegan and I went together in 2018. So I was so excited to go. And I was like, just wow, we're going to be spending the longest amount of time I've ever spent there before. And Tegan and I have been planning this trip for, It feels like at least a solid month, if not even longer. We made the reservations. We, you know, did the whole thing. So we're definitely going to share with you guys some of our tips, like I mentioned, but just walk you through, you know, where were those reservations and what were all the things that we did in case you're also planning an upcoming trip to the city. I will say, though, you can likely cram everything we did into maybe two trips, but also even into less time than I feel like we did knowing New York is so expensive and exhausting. I feel like six to seven days in the city might not be realistic for everyone. So definitely understand that.
1: Yeah, and we were also traveling with a very large group. There were 14 of us at our biggest size. And so there was also the element of like friend catch up, which made Mm -hmm. it where it was like, sometimes we were doing less things that are specific to new york and more things that are just like hanging out with friends that could be done literally in toronto or anywhere so there was that element too so i think it depends on like how big your group is and that sort of vibe as well we were also obviously there in february if you're listening to this live where the weather we actually had pretty good weather it was warm ish compared to toronto but it also made it, like, the one day it was quite snowy, and so that can affect things as well. I, you know, thought it would be nice to be there longer in case we had really bad weather one day, but then we actually had great weather. So yeah. it was all good things, but, totally, you know, that's something to keep in mind as well. Yeah, the group
0: piece of it I feel like is actually huge because I was saying to Tegan and her husband Tyrell we were rooming together for the first like half of our trip and I Mm -hmm. said to them like there's just something about this trip where like usually I'm like I don't know, just like totally captivated by New York. And like, I feel it within me where I'm just like, oh my God, I'm in New York City. Like there's nowhere Mm -hmm. else in the world like this. And like, I don't know, this time around, it took me a lot longer to get that feeling. And I feel like there was a few things, like a few reasons for that. First of all, it was my third time in New York City. A lot of the things we were seeing and doing I have seen and done before, you know? So Mm -hmm. it kind of makes sense. But I do think the whole like group kind of piece of it, I was also just trying to be like, go with the flow, just like, whatever you guys Mm want to do, let's do it, you know? Knowing there is a big group of us. And I'm like, I refuse to be the complicated one (laughs) or like the high maintenance one. So it's Mm -hmm. just like, let's go along with it. But it did take me longer than normal to get into the like, oh my God, I'm here kind of mindset. So I do feel like that was also one of the, Things about traveling with the group that I didn't think about. And if you're like, who is this group? It was really Tegan's family. And then they Mm -hmm. have family friends that they travel with a lot. And those family friends have two sons our age or yeah, between our age and a few years apart, and then their girlfriends and one of the girlfriend's parents also came, and Mm -hmm. then me. So it was a random bunch of us. And the whole reason we went on this trip was for a Billy Joel concert. I do think we can maybe start with that as well. We did that on the Friday that we got there, but that was the whole reason that we all took the trip out there and came from different parts of Canada to all meet up in New York city was to see Billy Joel in one of his last concerts at his residency at Madison square garden.
1: Yep. That's what got the plan out of the group chat. And we also were working with people all on different like time zones, which we were the lucky ones because New York's in the same time zone as Toronto, but we had people from Nova Scotia who were on a different time zone and people from Alberta who were on like Different in the opposite way, time zones. I don't even think I thought about this. Yeah, we were all on different vibes at different times, but we survived. We did it. We actually got our hotel hooked up for us from one of the people in the group because they're a Hilton. Vacation member, I believe is what it's called. And so they basically have a big enough membership or enough points, however it works, so that they can stay at a Hilton for multiple months at a time. And so some years that's what they do, and other years what they'd rather do is like invite friends like us and split it into a shorter amount of time. So that's what we did. So they hooked us up in our very fancy hotel room. Sadie, what were your thoughts on your first ever Hilton Vacation Club (laughs) experience with the private check-in, private concierge, Mm -hmm. heated toilet seats, infamously heated? What were the thoughts?
0: The thoughts were, this is nice. Mm -hmm. Would I spend this much money to do this, like for myself and treat myself? Probably not. You know, like, it was nice, but it wasn't anything crazy extraordinary I thought though it was really nice first of all we were like 44 floors up so I was like yeah this is nice where we're so removed from the noise to actually get a good sleep and just like removed from kind of like the hustle bustle we stayed at another hotel for the second half of our trip, I guess. And I was like, this is like a New York hotel experience where it's small. It's Mm -hmm. a little dingy. It feels a little dirty, but it's getting the job done. And I'm just here to sleep. I feel like the Hilton experience was definitely a lot nicer than that. We had a lot more space and it was just so much fun to room with you and Tyrell. Like, I don't know. It was just like getting ready in the bathroom. Like every time Mm -hmm. Uh, we were going getting ready for dinner like it was just nice to get ready together and I don't know just like have that time to hang out with you guys so I feel like that was the highlight more so than the actual like you know Hilton but I will say our where this hotel was located was really really great it was between like Rockefeller and Central Park so we were kind of like mid to uptown and that was so nice like we were literally like a five minute maybe 10 minute walk from central park. We were right by the MoMA. We were right by, um, like the radio city music hall. Like it was just very like, Oh yeah, I am in New York. And every time we left mm-hmm. the hotel, there's like a huge line of yellow taxis that I would never took and never was interested in taking, but I was just like, yeah, like it was just very New York feeling. So I appreciated yeah. the location and everything Mobile banking requires
1: downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Yeah, I think this was definitely the smaller of the like Hilton vacation clubs I've stayed in, which I think is because of the New York vibe. Like previous ones I'd stayed in had had like makeup desks, full kitchens, washer dryers. And so I think it was just... The location and then the vibes, but it was nice. Like it seems extra to have private check in, but we were coming in off the streets of New York and our lobby was <laughs> packed. And I was like, okay, no, I see why this is considered like a necessary luxury to some people. The other thing I love is the like texting of the concierge. Texting is a big thing in New York. I've seen it sometimes in Toronto with dinner reservations but I could text for anything there. Like all my reservations, we did karaoke. I could just text and be like, can you get us a room? The concierge. I was like, what time do we check out? And I was like, this is making my millennial heart happy. I don't have to call anyone. Life is good. So I did enjoy that. Yeah. (laughs) So we, Checked in there on Thursday and then our first dinner was at a place called Victor's Cafe, which I picked solely because it was very close to the hotel and we had some vegetarians in our mix and they had vegetarian options on the menu. Most places do, but you'd also be surprised how many places you go to and the only vegetarian option is like one tiny appetizer. So Mm. I was like, okay, love it. Let's do that. And everyone seemed really happy with it. The people we were with were like acting like that was the highlight of the trip. So that's a good way to start it, I guess.
0: Yeah, <laughs> had a very and,
1: zen bathroom.
0: <laughs> yeah, it started with like a group dinner too. So I feel like that yeah, was also a main reason you picked it was it could accommodate a like most of our group. I guess not the whole group was there yet, but I think there was still ten or twelve of us. Yeah, twelve. Um,
1: mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and it was it was nice. It was like Cuban, I think. And it was really good food, but and like cute vibes too. Yeah. I I liked it. I was more excited afterwards. So we met up with the other people who didn't meet us for dinner but they had just arrived and they were at a bar and we we're like great let's go meet up with them at this bar slash pub we get there and it was actually mcgee's pub which is the bar that inspired how i met your mother and i didn't know that until we were like walking up and taking it's like oh yeah it's this bar and i was like oh my mm. god that's so cool i've been to new york two times but this is my third time i've never been it didn't even make my list of like things to like potentially check out. And I didn't know it was in the area that we were at. So that was extremely cool and fun. Um, When we first went in our friends were kind of near the front. So I didn't go too deep into it. But I did order a Robin Sparkles drink, which I thoroughly enjoyed. I can't even completely remember what it was. I feel like it was Apple Crown Royal, which I drink on the regular. So I was like, Mm -hmm. checks out. Well, not on the regular, but if I were to drink like a hard liquor, typically I'm reaching for a whiskey and the Apple Crown Royals. And it's Canadian. Isn't
1: she supposed to be Canadian?
0: Yeah, exactly. So I'm like, it all checks out, you know? You have your Canadian drinking her Robin Sparkles here at McGee's Pub in New York City what more could you ask for on a Thursday night? So I absolutely love that. What I was going to say too, sorry, I'm getting sidetracked, was later in the night, one of the girls in the group was like, have you like seen all like the posters and like the cast has signed some of the photos and stuff and like they've come here and there's pictures on the walls. And I was like, oh no, I didn't really go too deep into the bar. She's like, come on, come on. So she takes me and she's like showing me all the things she saw in the bar. She took my photo there and it's like, I'm so glad I did that. I just fully put on my tourist hat for a bit and soaked it up. So if you're a How I Met Your Mother fan, definitely check that out the next time you're in New York City.
1: I think after that point, we went to bed. I can't remember if we went to bed as a group or if we peeled off separately, but we went to bed. And then Friday morning, we went to the blue bottle for coffee because we Googled and it said that there was one really close to our hotel. So off Sadie and I go for a little adventure (laughs) completely in the wrong direction. There's enough blue bottles that we like found another one. We had like a little detour. It wasn't that far. It was like a three minute walk. Yeah. But What's funny is we
0: thought that was the close one as we were going to it. And then, then, like, that night we were walking back to our hotel and there was one literally right next door at the opposite direction to what we went to that morning. And Tegan was like, oh, look. And I was like, oh, my (laughs) God, that is so funny. But I've written down blue bottle coffee and it was good. I don't know if it was, like, the best coffee I've ever had.
1: Yeah. But it definitely
0: made my list. Yeah, it was places people talk about. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I find with a lot of things in New York, maybe this is everywhere, everything it's like oh yeah that was fine but it's like the little random places you stumble into that end up being like that was amazing so blue bottle it was like yeah it did the job job done
0: yeah Yeah. the lattes were good
1: I tried their food and then I was like "Mm, no we're sticking to coffee (laughs) I I got their egg bites and I was like oh that's an interesting taste and texture so Yeah, but the latte say, was good. Yeah.
0: And then their uh
1: cold brew
0: blend. I really liked that. Yeah. The time I, we had that as like an afternoon yeah. pick me up. I was like, ooh, this hits. But I don't know if it was just because I was hot and it was cold. <laughs> yeah. I was thirsty. I was desperate for it. But that that hit the spot.
1: Yeah. They were also giving the vibes of like slow mo, cool coffee place. Like this was yeah. not a Starbucks rushing out the drinks. Yeah. But that's okay. We survived. (laughs) We And yeah, then we went to the 9-11 museum and memorial down in the financial district because we had people in our group who had never done that before and wanted to do it. And people in the group who had done it before and wanted to go again, because it's quite a large museum. And Mm. I find that both times I've gone it's difficult to get through it all just because of like the standing you're right on like the concrete base of both towers and so it can it's just like hard to stand on concrete for we were there like two hours maybe even longer and so both times I've gone I've found that to be quite difficult and the subject matter obviously is quite intense but I do Mm -hmm. think it's a very well done museum.
0: Yeah, I would agree. Lots of stuff. Yeah, yeah. it was my first time doing it and I was quite nervous because I'm very emotional and I was like, There's certain things that I skipped in the museum because I was like, I know this is gonna just make me uncontrollably sob. And then once I start crying, I have a hard time pulling it together again. So I thought the memorial part was also really nice and like really well done. I was definitely crying a little bit. And then the actual museum, I just couldn't believe how much they had in there. Like I was saying to take in like just so much stuff from that day to just show, you know, like it was just another day. For Mm -hmm. so many people, like there's like tickets to the Yankees game that day and just like random stuff, like what was on the newspaper headlines. And it's just like, really kind of hits home, just kind of the shock and like tragedy of it all, I guess. And obviously I, most of our listeners are American now actually on the podcast. So you guys are like, yeah, girl, but for (laughs) us here in Canada, yeah. And it's like, we talk about the, you know, like This is Mm -hmm. like a very historic moment and it impacted the whole world, don't get me wrong, but we were so young when it happened and it's actually interesting another time that I really, probably the last and only other time that I really studied it and talked about it and you know, researched it was in my grade 11 media class. We watched Mm -hmm. a documentary about it and I remember being like, I have to leave the room, like this is really hard to watch and then since then I've just kind of like shut it down and like kind of out because I'm like I don't want to think about this or process it but it was really interesting to be there and I don't know just see everything and fully process it especially now as an adult to be like wow this happened in my lifetime and like wow you know like I don't know it's just it was really like you said take well done but it is like obviously very heavy subject matter as mm-hmm. well so
1: yeah Yeah, I do think I would recommend it. My like, I didn't Mm -hmm. want to go because I didn't want it to be like, I don't know, done in bad taste, I guess, which they include a whole section in the museum about like the protests about making the museum, which I think is interesting, like a whole section about how it's like, I don't want a gift shop over the place where my dad died and that kind of idea And I didn't get that vibe at all. Like there is a gift shop, but the funds go towards continuing to update the museum. And it's a very modern, like interactive museum in some ways. And there are ways that you can search for people's artifacts. There were like tissues everywhere. Like I found that it was set up, it truly to be a memorial in some ways. And there were parts of the museum that sort of criticized the American government for their handling and explained like how this could have happened. And yeah, I just thought that it was really well done and showing me like I'm the same boat as you, Sadie, where I don't remember it pretty much at all. And so my idea of that kind of stuff is just, like the same clips you see on the anniversary. Yeah. And so to see things up close, like mm-hmm. the first time I went and the second time to see seatbelts from the plane. I don't know why that's so jarring to me, but I'm like, that's just crazy to me to see that. Mm-hmm. And they have pictures of them on the ground and you can see how bloody things were. And that's another thing that like shocked me. And then to be in New York and surrounded by two New Yorkers. That really makes me admire the New Yorkers who lived through it, where it's like they were here living through like this craziness, and they're just like, nope, we're sticking around, we're back, which is just like the story of New Yorkers, (laughs) I feel. But that I find really touching. So what a way to kick off a trip.
0: (laughs) Yeah, no kidding. Somebody said how it was almost a good way to start it because – later that night was our Billy Jewel concert. So it was like, first of all, it doesn't get more New York than this day, but yeah. it was also just like, okay, you know, we're feeling a little down in the dumps. Nobody better to, you know, kickstart the rest of our trip than Billy Jewel himself at Madison Square Garden. So it was, yeah, definitely a emotional start, but I feel yeah. we jumped back on track. Before we went to Madison Square Garden, we grabbed some lunch at Joe's Pizza, which was a hit, and also kind of in that area. What movie is it? Spider-Man? Spider-Man. Apparently
1: that's where Spider-Man works in the first one. Okay, But I don't... Which makes sense, because he's in Around That Hood. Like, I remember the trailer where he was, like, made his little web between the Twin Towers, so he must have been hanging around down there. I don't know. But... Yeah. yeah the they boys had a big sign. Were,
0: yeah. Oh, and the yeah. boys in our group were into that. And I was like, perfect. Give boys pizza, Spider-Man. Yeah. Everyone's happy. Let's, let's move on. So that was a success. And then we grabbed dinner at Jack's wife, Frida in Chelsea mm-hmm. before going to the concert. And I think Jack's wife, Frida is a big, like it's on every list. It's even people that yeah. I know, like they're like, oh, you're going to New York, go to Jack's wife, Rita. And it is typically, I feel like recommended for brunch, but I thought what we had was so good for dinner as well. And I was like, I could see this hitting for brunch, but I feel like this is a great restaurant like any time of day. And there's quite a Mm -hmm. few different locations or a few locations. I feel like we passed the same one a few times. There's four, I (laughs) think. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I'm like, I don't know how many there actually were because maybe we just passed the same one, but Yeah. So I feel like that could be a good food place to add to your list. And then, like I said, we hit up the concert and that was wild. It was downhill from there. Let me tell you, (laughs) I got extremely drunk, which I figured I would like, it was like, this is my Friday night out in New York city. I, we had, so Tegan. Emotional morning too. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Tegan, Tyrell and I were all sitting separately but in the same section like a few rows apart so I was also like going into the concert being like I need to drink to yeah to kind of like I've talked to you guys about how I drink for like my social anxiety and stuff which still isn't great but I just know a night when I'm gonna probably end up drunk so going into the night I was like This is it. This is the night. And Mm. it definitely started on a good note when we got the Sarah Jessica Parker Cosmos at the bar in Madison Mm -hmm. Square Garden. And it was actually really good. So I was like, "And this is the best.
1: Yeah. I had that and I was like, I'm going to have heart failure because this was the strongest drink. (laughs) I should look up like what percentage was that?
0: (laughs) I don't know. The thing is, though, it it tasted Like, usually a Cosmo's, like, sipper, where it's really strong. Where this one, I was, like, drinking it through a straw. And I was like, okay, this isn't bad. However, I think I did have two cocktails at dinner. And we had one or two. 20%. No. Okay, that explains why I got so drunk.
1: Because, oh, my God. I chugged mine.
0: I did. Because I was like, I don't want to hold it in
1: my hand before the show starts. (laughs) Okay, this it's all coming together, folks. Yeah. Because <laughs> I was like, Sadie was like, what did really did me in was the white claw. And I was like, what white claw? We didn't have white claws. And she was like, <laughs> yeah, girl, we did. We went to the bar. You bought one for me. So I missed a whole round of drinks. Oh this my god. This explains so much. Cause I, I could taste it. And I was like, that's weird for a canned drink for you to be able to taste the booze. But not if it's 20%. Yeah.
0: All right, well, it's all checking out why <laughs> things got wild. Girl, I had a second one after oh, the white Jesus. claw. I went back and I got another Cosmo. See? That's I <laughs> why I was donezo.
1: Okay. Yeah. But, but it, it was, was fun. Yeah. yeah. Got to see Billy. I cried instantly. He opened with one of my favorite songs, Miami 2017, which yeah, is like exactly what we're talking about. He wrote it in the 70s about there's that famous headline that says ford says new york drop dead and so he wrote that song about like what would actually happen if we just gave up on new york and we're like let's let the crime have it whatever and so it's all about that and like new yorkers would just be like laughing and dancing cuz they're like well what else are we to do and so he opened with that and did obviously like all the new york staples like new york state of mind and all his hits on hits our friends were sitting beside a man who (laughs) said that as soon as he started playing scenes from an Italian restaurant, went, well, there goes the roof. (laughs) And that about sums it up. (laughs) True. We met a guy who had the same name as my brother, but was like the evil version of him. (laughs) So that was unfortunate (laughs) because he was really trying to get us to go to the bar with him afterwards. And we were like, (laughs) yeah. Hmm maybe (laughs) (laughs) and yeah but it was fun Billy Joel brought out his daughter to sing which was cute yeah yeah that was
0: very cute it was no (laughs) Bruce Springsteen or Elton John there were people in our group convinced he's gonna bring out some like huge legend I was like yeah and I was like oh the thought never even crossed my mind so then I go into this concert expecting like freaking Elton John to come out And he brings out his daughter. And I was like, oh well, this is nice. I didn't even know he had a daughter. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know that much about him,
1: but (laughs) Yeah. I knew. Even when he brings out guests, like he brings out like Elvis Costello, which obviously Elvis Costello is quite big, but he's not Bruce Springsteen. That would truly be the roof gone. That (laughs) New Yorkers could not handle that. So yeah, so but it was cute. He brought, there's, he has a hard time singing the high notes in New York State of Mind. So his daughter came out and sang that, which I thought was quite cute. And yeah, yeah he played all the hits. Did he play everything you would hope to hear, Sadie?
0: Yes, but it's also because Tegan put together like a Spotify playlist of his set list. Mm. Um, and I've been studying that. Studying. Since, yeah. <laughs> like, probably since you put it together, which I don't know when that was probably before the holidays at some point. Yeah, And then come January, it's literally the only thing I've been listening to. So I was like, yep, yeah, no, this is you every song I wanted to hear because that, yeah. those were the songs I knew. So yeah, it was nice. And, I had, and we like, got to
1: hear his new song. We were the first crowd oh, ever yeah. to hear his new yeah, song. Yeah.
0: Yeah. People were really like into it, like applauding him and just like, wouldn't stop cheering. And I was like, Oh my God, it was so it was wholesome. Like I had a group of probably four or five girls sitting next to me on one side. I think a few of them were sisters and then maybe some friends. And then on the other side, I had like Lorelai and Rory Gilmore, aka like Hmm. the 16-year-old mom with her like 30-year-old. Actually, no, her mom said, I think she said she was like in her 50s. But I was like, obviously, i now two Cosmos deep and a white claw. So (laughs) I was just, you know, done. (laughs) Yeah, like I said, completely done. But I was making friends. All the girls in the back, like my row was in the back row. And all of us girls were just dancing, having a great time. So it was definitely the experience i wanted at madison square garden
1: nice yeah and then we went out to a bar that was like right near it because it was convenient got another round of drinks got some food and then we had to call it quits yeah go to bed <laughs> yeah had to go leave to everyone
0: there's a yeah. point
1: where they were playing like all these 90s alternative hits like i don't know green day on blink 182 and sadie was like they're playing great big sea which is like a canadian maritime like sailory <laughs> kind of band and everyone was like um no they're really not especially the people from nova scotia were yeah like, i think i, I can tell you
0: yeah i don't <laughs> remember what, what like, song okay, it bedtime. was yeah, I don't yeah. remember what song it was, but I was like, come on, yeah. this kind of sounds like Great Big C. The playlist yeah. was pretty fire, though. I'm yeah, in the won't spot. I deny that. Yeah.
1: And then, then on, on our the way th- home. Yeah. yeah, go ahead. No, you, you tell, tell the, the story as the queen of the rats. No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I was so drunk. I feel like I can't even tell it that well.
1: Okay. Well, we were walking home. Well, we walked to a subway and then... As we're getting into the subway, it's like uh Sadie and I, I think my husband Tyrell was with us and my parents, and there was not a lot of people <laughs> because it was late-ish. And then there was another girl there who like looked like a New Yorker. She had like this rare Samba colorway shoe on and like a cap and was looking like a cool girl. And then this huge rat runs literally right by us and on the platform. Like, yeah the rats in new york city are quite big like we have rats in toronto but they almost look like mice they're that yeah. small not in new york yeah. these are big big boys feet yeah. long yeah. and so and usually yeah. you
0: just see them like on the tracks on the, like yeah
1: yeah they're not Rare usually up on the, by platform. the people yeah 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 So he runs by or she, I don't want to misgender or assume they run by and we're all like, whoa, that's crazy. (laughs) And this girl's like, oh, my God, why didn't you guys tell me that there was a rat? You could have saved me. And we were like, oh, sorry, girl. We didn't mean it. Then the rat like hears us talking about it. So (laughs) the rat starts coming back which we thought like
0: toward us yeah. yeah
1: they were running to like hit the tracks or something no they start coming back so then sadie started screaming at it like it's a being a bad dog in the park <laughs> where she was like no no get back and like <laughs> clapping and stomping and the rat was like what the fuck <laughs> and uh, so the rat yeah, like not on kind my of watch. backed away and was kind of scared but also like what are we doing And then, like, the subway came. I'm
0: gonna have to wrestle this rat right here on the.
1: My mom was like, I can't kick it because it'll bite my toes. Yeah,
0: your mom, I think, was a little nervous of the rat. And the next day, she was saying how much she hates rats and, like, they're her biggest fear. Yeah. Yeah, like mice, rats, and bunnies yeah and I think she maybe misunderstood that I was scaring it away at one point somebody said she thought I was calling it and no I just want to clear the air I was not (laughs) calling it I might have accidentally because like I said I was incredibly drunk but it was very much I need to protect all of these people and I have the liquid courage to do it but it was so funny that girl (laughs) was so funny because she just looked like like this is gonna sound so mean, but she just looked like bitch face, like yeah. nobody would mess with she was her. was going home from but work, like yeah, yeah. But she's like shrieking. She's so yeah. scared of this rat. And then she just gets on the subway and it's like back to her bitch face and like, you know, nobody bothered me. And Tegan and I are like literally peeing our pants laughing. Yeah, dying. And we're like, like so funny. My stomach hurt so much from laughing. It was so, so funny. <laughs> and then the whole rest of the trip, we were just like Going back to the, like the TikTok of being like, this, rats don't run the city, we do.
1: Fighting crime, fighting inequality, fighting rats.
0: Some of the same folks that are criticizing us now called me a murderer because I was killing rats. I hate
1: rats. Shut down the all night, all you can eat rat buffet. The rats are absolutely going to hate this announcement. <laughs> the rats don't run
0: the city, we do. The rats hate that too. This is not Ratatouille. Rats are not our friends. We are taking the fight to the rats. Well, you know what? We're going to kill rats. And it was (laughs) iconic. Absolutely. Uh, Yeah, that was a moment in my life that, yeah, I will always remember. (laughs)
1: Honestly, what a New York day where it's like you start with (laughs) like, shitty coffee then you go to the Lion 11 museum then you have like a slice of pizza where spider man worked <laughs> then you go see billy joel and get wasted on sarah jessica parker cosmos <laughs> then you see a rat on the subway that you have to protect the new yorkers from like what a day and just a way to sum up our trip to like the rats don't run the city we do we were running yeah. it but just with rat behavior
0: yeah 100
1: but oh it was good
0: yeah. Despite all of that, we still managed to get up for a really great Saturday the next day. This day, we were just doing some shopping, hit up West Village, which was really fun. I bought a cute bag from Anthro. We went to, how do you say this? C.O. Bigelow? Apothecary? Yeah. Yeah. Um, that was high on Tegan's list. So we checked that out. And I feel like it was Tyrell even actually bought a few things from Abercrombie, but it was just like mm-hmm. a nice day to walk around and be like, we survived the Friday night in New York City. We survived the rats. We survived. They
1: don't run this city. All we do. Yeah,
0: <laughs> exactly. So that was so nice. We had probably my favorite meal from the whole trip this day when we went to cafeteria, which was on our list because of sex in the city and the girlies go there. So we wanted to check it out, but damn was that a vibe in there they were playing the best music different they also yeah I was gonna say they were not playing great big c but no (laughs) they were playing all like destiny's child usher yeah it was such a good vibe and my food was I literally got a salad with grilled chicken and it was the best meal I had on that trip like it was so freaking good we got mocktails since I was still recovering from the night before (laughs) but it was like a uh what was it honey ginger and mint mocktail so it was like curing my throat making me feel so much better and I was just like this is the best ever the waiters were such a vibe like they just looked like they were all like best friends and had the best like I don't know silly goofy personalities but were also like models and absolutely fabulous like (laughs) I was like can I just live here because This is what I want all the time. This playlist, these people, this food, it was the best
1: yep so good and then obviously if it was on sex in the city it was close to carrie bradshaw's apartment so we walked over there took some pictures it's just like a cute little brownstone obviously if you've seen the show you know what it looks like and we walked to washington square park which was particularly sketchy at this i don't know if it was that time of day but we were walking in behind a man who was like actively smoking crack I was like, this yeah. is an interesting smell. And then my brother Duncan was like, oh, he's smoking crack. That's why. And I was like, oh, yeah, I remember people saying that's what that smells like. So that was very much the vibe there. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, it's New York, yeah. so. <laughs> yeah.
0: And But I feel like we need to warn people about this because I'm like, Washington Square Park is such a, like, landmark in New York City where yeah. later in this trip, I was right by there again. And I was like, oh, I didn't really get like a good picture of it when we went through on Saturday. Like maybe I'll go back. And then not that I felt unsafe by any means when we were there mm-hmm. together, but I was like, you know what? No, I'm not going back. Yeah, it's not worth the trouble. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, like it was sketch, but it was just like dirty and too mm-hmm. much going on. There was like the pigeon summoner there. And I was like, yeah, I'm not doing this. Like, no, just for the photo. No. So if you're going, just know that that Be is aware. the aware yeah definitely
1: yeah we had a few like encounters where people were none of it was ever a problem but i feel like because i don't know if it's because in toronto you're just like chilling like we've got the resting bitch faces and we give off the vibe of like don't fuck with us and we won't fuck with you but yeah. you could see other people who were maybe i don't know if it was that they were more obviously like tourists or giving off the vibe of being more like scared or staring at people and then they would like come and interact so like we never really had a problem but I could see it if you're like unaware of your surroundings I guess or Mm -hmm. don't know how to interact with someone who's asking you for money or whatever (laughs) well yeah smoking if they're smoking crack just walk fast (laughs) don't inhale (laughs) yeah Yeah, but it was still a nice day. We had like pretty nice weather too to be out and about. And then, since it was Saturday night and we had the full group, it was quite difficult to find a reservation for 14. So, I just found a sports bar near a hotel. It was called Sean's, did the job. It fit all of us, which was mainly the job. And that was good. And then we went out for karaoke after which was quite fun. We got one of the karaoke rooms where it's like, you're all just in your own room and you press a button to order. And we all just sang the night away. I danced so hard on the bench that I bruised my butt and it's still (laughs) quite bruised, which is actually a reoccurring problem in my life. So I don't know. I got to fatten up my butt, I guess. We sang karaoke. I'll like insert the video. Without sound, so don't stress. Oh, but yeah. you could see us. Sweet, like, weird little song.
0: Yeah. We yeah. sang ABBA in this video. Mm-hmm.
1: Gimme, Gimme, yeah. Gimme a Man.
0: Yeah. After we sang some. Yeah. We sang ABBA. We sang Avril Lavigne. We sang some yeah. Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was a good vibe. We brought the girly vibes to yeah. the karaoke night, and it was so definitely.
1: Fun. The highlight of that, I think, was they had a drink on the menu called Screw You, and one of my friends, after multiple rounds, (laughs) called over the waitress and said, can I get two fuck yous? And the waitress was like, pardon me? And then someone else was like, they're called screw yous, they're called screw yous. She's like, oh, the drink. So that was hilarious. But and then there is uh, someone in our group who is actually, I guess, the oldest member of our group who like when he was using the bathroom, one of the waiters was like, you guys are the best group in here. And then he was so proud. He was like, the waiter said we're the best group. We're like, yeah, every other group is singing show tunes and ordering like one drink. We were on like rounds of ten Coors Lights and two screws, used like (laughs) five rounds deep belting Billy Joel. So we were bringing the vibes there. Thank God for us. We
0: really were. Yeah, so funny that turned into like our catchphrase the rest of the trip. Where if anyone was just like being a bitch or like you just wanted to like I don't know call someone out, it's just like, can I get two? Fuck you, please. Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Too good. Funny. Yeah. That Another was good. Karaoke is night.
0: always a good time. Yeah. Yeah. And especially I felt, with a
1: group that big.
0: Yeah. 100%. Yeah. I felt so bad though, because before we went out Saturday night, again, I'm rooming with Tag and Tyrell. We're like, what do we want to do tomorrow? And Tyrell's like, you know what my ideal Sunday would be? Let's go to bed early tonight. Wake up. Walk through Central Park, get breakfast. Like, we're just going to have a wholesome Sunday morning. And we're like, great. That sounds amazing. Like, we're down. We had our crazy Friday night. Like, we don't need two wild nights in a row. Well, then we get to karaoke <laughs> and we're having a great time. People are the ordering. Fuck, fuck you, start flowing. <laughs> yeah, <and laughs> exactly. Where tyrell did leave early he didn't tell us he was leaving i feel like had he no. told us i might have been like left. okay i'll come with yeah. you yeah we thought he was just gone to the
1: bathroom he Irish it was like, exited.
0: yeah it was like but i was like looking at him while he was leaving thinking he would like at least look over at us nope oh no nothing like no eye contact nothing <laughs> literally i was like okay he was the bathroom he's going like
1: yeah no, no. he knew that if if people figured it they try to like convince him to stay yeah that's why he did sing a yeah. song he sang he acdc did. dirty deeds done dirt cheap
0: yep and it was so. a crowd pleaser i'm not gonna lie but <laughs> anyway so tegan and i didn't get back to the hotel until like one maybe and tyrell was so sad he's like well there goes our plan for tomorrow we're like no we'll still do mm-hmm. it because i had only had maybe one or two drinks with dinner and then I was taking it just like on water. Tag's like, nope, I'm gonna be ready to go. Like, yeah, this is still the plan for tomorrow. So we maybe got a little bit of a later start, but that's exactly what we did on Sunday was we hit up actually Joe and the juice. No more blue bottle coffee for us, but (laughs) we grabbed some juice and coffee and then we took our stroll through Central Park, which was nice I will say the only times I've been in New York in the past have been in the fall and mm. you cannot be Central Park in the fall so to see it in February I was like this is nice but it's not you know New York in the fall so mm-hmm. it was nice though I feel like that was still a wholesome way to start a Sunday morning
1: yeah and my husband loves the Beatles, so he wanted to go to strawberry fields in there which you got to do and see the dakota and all that good stuff and then we just grabbed brunch right near the park i can't even remember the name of the place but my Me husband's either, very into remember. places with like red booths the mm-hmm. vintage like 50s 60s looking like hotel restaurants so that was literally what we picked And it was great. I find the service in those places are so fast, like they can get you in right away. So that was good. And then that afternoon we did the MoMA, which was actually one of the highlights of my trip. It's just such a great art museum. I think because I hate the art museum we have here in Toronto. Sorry if that's a hot take, but I do not like the AGO. I find their collection underwhelming. And so to be in an art museum that had just like so much art that was one recognizable to me because I'm not like a huge art person and I don't know I just love modern art and obviously this is the place to see it so I really enjoyed that and I felt like there was something for everyone like everyone kind of went out on their own little floors their own little art journeys so that I really enjoyed but obviously it's a lot of walking again but we survived (laughs) and then dinner that night we were back at a place with little red booths called the nines which was one of my harder reses to get it was one where I did all this research on how you get the reservations and it's like they open up 14 days before at midnight so you have to be on and I did the whole thing got us in it was surprisingly difficult to get a table for three people. If you were just two people, it was way easier. And even ours was clearly a two people table that they just shoved an extra chair at. Yeah. Which is interesting, but it was a cute vibe. They, it it was obviously very planned from the aesthetic perspective. Like everything matched. Everything was the vibe. They had a live piano player, which is like not a thing in Toronto. That I see very often. Like, I see live music Mm -hmm. in dive bars, not in like fancy establishments where obviously I know piano bars are quite a big thing in New York. So that was nice. And then we scurried on home to see the Super Bowl. As we got into our hotel lobby, we could see like Usher taking the stage and then we had to rush to get our 44 floors up where our friends were having like a hotel room Super Bowl party and we rushed in. So we saw like half of the halftime show and then we got to see obviously the last half of the game. Mm -hmm. And I think...
0: Something that, again, if you're American listening to this, something that you've probably never even thought of before in your life is that here in Canada, we actually don't get the Super Bowl commercials. We get our own little Canadian commercials. So a big part of the Super Bowl is watching the commercials. And, you know, these commercials cost companies like $17 million. And it's insane. But we really miss out kind of on that culture here in Canada, at least I'd say most of it, maybe not all of it, but this year I was, it wasn't until we were watching the game where I was like, oh my God, we're in the States. Like we're going to be watching like the American commercials. And it just so happened that we were back for when Beyonce's commercial with Verizon came on. And that's when she launched her new album or not Mm -hmm. launched it, announced it. So as soon as I saw the commercial, I was like, I'm just going to go over to Instagram and see if that was real. Sure enough. It was the next day we listened to the songs that she put out when she announced the album, but I was like, Had we, had we been watching this in Canada, we definitely wouldn't have seen a Verizon commercial because we don't have Verizon here, like our, whatever, we don't need to get into the politics of our (laughs) telecom industry here in Canada. But anyways, I was just like, this is so iconic. Like, I don't know. I was having a really hard time wrapping my head around that one where I was just like, damn, I don't know. It was the best. What a life. I loved it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And this is like what I was saying, where it's like, yeah, you plan and you make these reservations, but sometimes it's like the random little unplanned things where it's yeah. like, damn, we got to see the Super Bowl commercials. And it's like, obviously, yeah. you don't plan that, but we had fun. <laughs> yeah,
0: totally. 100%. And going back to the nines for a second, I'd say that this like we were kind of debriefing after and this is a place that I've been hearing a lot about since we started planning our trip and that's why we put it high on our list and Tegan worked so hard to get the reservation. I would say it is very much like a social media place though like it's a place you're gonna see on TikTok and Instagram. We saw in an article about like where fashion editors of New York like meet up and that was very much the audience there and like people who were you know, sitting around us, lots of like girls out with their friends and I don't know, vibes like that. But I don't know if it was anything like super special and fancy. Like it was nice to have the piano player. Our drinks were good. The food was Mm -hmm. fine, but I was like, I feel this is a little overhyped and it's just because like social Social media taken it on and now it's just blowing up. But just wanted to share my honest opinion about the nights, like I'm glad we went. It was nice to get dressed up. Actually, that was the other thing. Sorry, now mm-hmm. I'm just ranting. They make it sound like the dress code is so strict. So we literally packed like really nice clothes to wear, and like we're taking this seriously. And then the mm-hmm. girl sitting beside us is wearing like jeans, a sweater, and sneakers, a hoodie. Yeah, yeah. And we're like, oh, okay, and that's fine. You know, like I yeah. love that. But they just the vibe of the restaurant is they want to be this really pretentious, like. I don't know, exclusive, hard to get reservations. So when I got there, I was expecting, you know, them to live up to it. And I don't know if they did. So just wanted to share my two cents in case you've heard about the nines.
1: Yeah, it was definitely social media focus. Like they had like the matchbooks and like all the things you need to be at the social media place. There was literally a woman filming her experience on an Osmo like she brought her camera oh, yeah. set up. I forgot about that. I <laughs> was like, okay, that is the vibe here. Interesting. So yeah, it's yeah. like a content farm, <laughs> but yeah, the food was totally. fine. Like I didn't, I actually, it was quite good. Now that I'm thinking back on it, everything I ordered, I was quite happy with, but yeah, yeah it gives like old school New York restaurant vibes, but the clientele. We're not given the vibe. The clientele, were given the TikTok girlies. So that was kind of our
0: Sunday. And then Monday, we were saying like each of us kind of had a day. Like I was saying, Sunday was very much Tyrell's day where he was like he wanted to go to Central Park, whatever. I was like, Monday is my day where we're doing all the things on the list that I wanted to do. So that started first of all with us moving hotels. This is when we checked out of the Hilton and we moved to the freehand. So unfortunately, I lost my roommates of Tegan and Tyrell and was in my own room, but I think it all worked out for the best with everything we're gonna say that happened in those last two days. But we made the move in the freehand. I thought was actually good for what it. What, yeah, like, I, I loved know, okay, the but... free
1: hand, like yeah, it was love m- thoroughly impressed me,
0: <laughs> okay, amazing, I'm glad i didn't I don't know if we had talked about it for some reason, I was getting the vibe that you weren't loving it,
1: oh I no, I, I was, was like. I could just hang here. Like it was exactly what I had hoped. First off, it was quite affordable. It was one of the cheapest hotels we could find. So my expectations were very low. Like I was expecting like super eight that you pull off on, on your drive on the highway. And at least for our room, it was not giving that we were booked in a suite, which made it more expensive, but we wanted a king size bed. So that's life. We had a great Mm -hmm. view of like the classic New York city with like the apartment water tanks, which is not a thing in Toronto. And so that was very cute. All the rooms are like, I think all the rooms are painted with like art on the walls, which I thought was really cool. And it was giving like a really cozy vibe. The only thing was we were right beside the elevator, which could be a little loud. didn't particularly bug me, but I could see if you're someone who's very sensitive to noise that bugging you, and the water pressure in our shower wasn't crazy hard, so I didn't wash my hair, but I loved it. Okay. I thought it okay, was good,
0: quite cute. I'm glad. Yeah, yeah, it was cute. I'll say my room was a much different experience because I had what they <laughs> call the cozy queen, and I was uh, like, oh god, if they're calling it cozy. For New York, you know, it's going to be like, okay, I'm literally showering over my toilet and my bed is right beside me kind of thing. It wasn't that small, but it was definitely like a lot smaller than your typical hotel room, way smaller than even Tegan and Tyrell's suite. Um, But it was good. And it was just me. I still had a queen size bed. So I made it work. And luckily I didn't have like too many bags or anything like that. But I will say it was, if you've never been to New York before, lower, immediately lower your expectations for accommodations. Because my room, when I first walked in, I was like, oh, I don't even have a window. And I was like, okay, no, I do have a window. It's just facing another building. And I cannot even see the sky. I cannot see the like ground. I can see a sliver of daylight. And that is about it. But then I just chose to embrace it and was like, nope, we are in New York and that is what matters. This is the true experience. But I think the best part was definitely the location of it. It was like Mm. in Gramercy Park area, like a few blocks, sorry, a few blocks away from the Flatiron building. So, and then from there, a few more blocks to the Empire State Building. So it was such a good location. And I am obsessed with Gramercy Park. I think it is so pretty. And just like the concept of having a private park (laughs) intrigues me so much. So I went, I walked around that park, both mornings that I woke up at that hotel, because I'm just like, wow, damn, what a life. So I absolutely loved it too, specifically for the location, though.
1: Yeah. And it it did give the vibes like there were a lot of public spaces in the hotel. Like they had a breakfast spot and their lobby, you could hang out and they had events and they had multiple bars. And so it gave the vibe of like, we've got small rooms with the intention that this is going to act almost like a hostel where it's like you're solo traveling and you come hang out with everyone else. So luckily our room was big. So that wasn't, the vibe we needed but I could see like they have very affordable rooms if you really want to go to New York and are low yeah. on funds definitely check it out and they have rooms that you share with other people like a hostel rooms with bunk beds that kind of thing we had talked about getting a bunk bed <laughs> the three of us <laughs> but that yeah so that was the fun. so
0: funny yeah yeah I don't think we would have actually done it but Tegan and I were no. like imagine telling Tyrell hey Tyrell we have bunk beds you'd
1: <laughs> be like yeah. what the
0: fuck so funny but anyways so we switched hotels over there and then we went over to Hudson Yards area and we did the edge uh, which is I think kind of new-ish observation deck so that was my first time doing it, I've done Top of the Rock, so I was wanted to try something different this time, and I quite liked it. I thought the views were nice, and then we walked the High Line and then went to the Chelsea Market. Both of those things I've done in the past, but for some reason, I really like it. Again, it hits a little different in February than it does in the fall, but mm-hmm. it's still such a vibe, and I just really love the Chelsea area. I just find it really nice, and I don't know. I like it, so we did that. And then we headed over to Soho, which was a good afternoon, I'd say. We did some shopping. Uh, We went to the New Yorker Nowhere store, which was also kind of underwhelming considering the hype I've seen around it on social media. It was like a destination on our list that we wanted to go to. Mind you, I do think, like, Tag, you got the print that you wanted. I got a little print. Like, we got what we wanted, but it was just... I don't know, a
1: different experience than I was expecting for some reason. Yeah, the print I wanted, it's been sold out for months. So I was like, it's probably not going to happen, but we'll go. And sure enough, when we walk in, it had like a red sticker on it. So I was like, oh, that must mean it's sold out. And so we were just looking around and then a girl walked in with an arm full of prints, um, I guess from another location, I'm not sure. And then the girl at the desk was like, please tell me those are the guest check prints. And she was like, yep, 15 of them. So I was like, okay, that's my sign. Got to buy my print. So I used up all my good karma in that moment. Yeah.
0: Loved it. Well, we did get some more good karma because after that we went to Balthazar's, and mm-hmm. that was so lovely. Actually, we, I think yeah. we all really liked our food and. Tyrell mentioned he really liked the drink that he got we just got iced coffees but we had our first and only celebrity sighting
1: I didn't know who it was so Jake I'll hand it over
0: to you to tell our listeners who we saw
1: (laughs) yeah it's the guy who plays Daryl in The Walking Dead I didn't watch this show but my brother had a shirt with him on it Norman Reedus which is why Mm -hmm. I knew because I was like but this is what I always do. Every time I see a celebrity, I say to someone else, that guy looks like, insert name. And then the guy looks and goes, yeah, that is him. Every time I've seen a celebrity in New York, that's been the thing. But I said to Tyrell, that guy looks like Daryl from The Walking Dead. And he looked and was like, yeah, it's him. And he, like, he has the same hair and beard and everything, which I was like, it's kind of weird. Like Maybe we need to move on. But then Tyrell explained he has a spinoff show that's airing right now. So he's obviously oh. like in the midst of filming it. So I was like, okay, this makes sense. Cause I was like, damn, this guy's committed to just living his life like that. But no, he was out for brunch, which he, the people he was out at brunch with had those Kangol hats, which I feel like are just a celebrity hat. I don't know. Hmm. I don't Cause I, I don't see regular stuff. people wear those very often, <laughs> but I'm like, this tracks, like you probably look through the crowd at the Kangol hats and be like, oh yeah, there's the celebs. Interesting. Yeah, I had the best view of him and I was like I don't know if I've ever seen this guy before in my life
0: but I snapped a quick picture without getting kicked out of the restaurant sent it to (laughs) the group chat for Tegan's mom and her brother and I was like there he is but that was exciting and then I feel like the only other exciting things we did on Monday we went to a place called Tiny's and then they also have the bar upstairs that's where we ate dinner Cute little restaurant, quite cozy. And again, this one was very underwhelming to me. It was highly recommended. I've seen influencers I follow go, and I was like, meh, sure. Like, it was fine. I thought the waiters were rude. I didn't, yeah. I'm a big server person. Like, I'm like, if I don't have good service, I'm never coming back, and I'm going to tell all my friends. If the food is like mediocre, I'm like, whatever. I'll tell people like sure yeah you can check it out but service I'm like nope I don't have tolerance for that so that was fine but it wasn't the best and then after that we went to Comedy Cellar which was really high on my list of things I wanted to do this trip I will say that I'm glad we did it it wasn't Mm -hmm. like the best most amazing thing ever it was probably the best stand-up comedy I've seen live but that's not going off much since I've only seen
1: Mm.
0: maybe one or two other stand-up comedy shows and I really didn't like either of them not that I'm someone who gets offended easily but I'm like I don't even know if I was offended or I'm just like I don't find your jokes funny because we're all just joking about the same things in different ways and Mm. it just felt a little like obvious and predictable the jokes but at Comedy Cellar there were a few times where I was like oh god I can't stop laughing or like oh god I have like tears running down my face and I can't pull it together so that's always a sign of a good night some comedians were obviously better than others but I'd say there was probably five comedians and three of them thinking back on it I'm like the one guy I was like, no, he is hands down my favorite, like so, so good. But thinking back, I'm like, okay, no, there was like probably like three or four of them where I was like, no, they were actually really good. And yeah. then the other ones I was like, They're, they weren't bad, but they were just, the crowd really wasn't great. And I think yeah. all the comedians were having a hard time reading yeah. the crowd and knowing, you know, what jokes to give. So we were yeah. doing our best to laugh and you know, <laughs> we were time, trying, but yeah. And we were yeah. trying so hard where afterwards I said to tag, and I was like, I swear to God, like I was locking eyes with all the comedians. Like they were yeah. staring. They us were down. looking for help. <laughs> yeah. And, and yeah, talking it through with you, the guys beside us were having a really good time and like laughing just as much as we were. And I'm like, yeah. okay, no, the comedians were literally s- all staring at us because they were like, okay, we found the tables having fun. It is these people. And now the show is like yeah. dedicated just to them. So,
1: yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. The vibes were very weird. I don't know if it was like the Super Bowl was causing like people to come into the city or something, but people were just not oh enjoying the, the jokes. The fact that you say that, that could 100% be it. Because that was the vibe I was getting. Because the com- comic That's would be so like, funny. Trump's bad. And people would be like, oh, just And I was like, well, you're in New York. What do do you think the crazy left-wing comedians are going to joke about? So that was kind of the vibe I was getting. And a lot of them, some of them were like double down. Like one woman was joking about abortions and then the crowd was like getting upset about it, which we were laughing about, but obviously we're from Canada. So it's a different political spectrum over here. And so she was like doubling down and making it like more graphic and crazy, where some people were like pulling back, and I don't know, it was just yeah. a very interesting dynamic. But I was getting it like was. out of town people had come in for the Super Bowl and were like, "Oh, let's do that," and weren't jiving with the like very left wing comedians.
0: Yes, that was a hundred percent the energy. And I think to your point, Tag, like first of all, like you're in New York City what do we think we're going to joke about here? Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> we're going to joke about politics. We're going to joke about race. And we yeah. know what way these jokes are going to lean. It's the same if you're coming to Toronto. Like I yeah.
1: love,
0: I don't know. I, I think it, I love the similarities between Toronto and New York that way because yeah, I knew what I was signing up for, but definitely not everyone did. I will admit I went to the bathroom on the abortion jokes because I was like, mm, all right, I don't know. <laughs> like I was like, I can't the doubling down i know you and tyrell love that but i was like i'm just yeah. so
1: uncomfortable <laughs> she I'm was like my to the baby's bathroom. gonna kill itself and we were like more yeah. jokes more as everyone else was like i'm gonna leave <laughs> what's interesting is they so, do say like you can leave at any time and you won't have to pay like this is at your own risk like though, get out
0: i think that's only for surprise uh oh. comedians the regular ones I don't think that policy
1: but still people I guess because they're on the lineup
0: yeah exactly and the interesting Mm -hmm. thing was first of all comedy on Monday night is supposed to be like the night for comedy yeah Monday Tuesday nights and we were there on a Monday night again I booked this ahead of time as soon as reservations open because I'm like this is where I want to be and it just was not a Monday night crowd and even the comedians were like, What the hell do you guys want from me?
1: Like, yeah every comic commented and was like, On how awful okay, this was. Yeah.
0: yeah. The host, they were like, like hmm, This is an times. interesting
1: set. Like,
0: yeah. Yeah. The host a million times was like, Am I speaking English? Like, do you yeah. guys speak English? He's like, <laughs> Literally, I feel like I'm speaking to a crowd of people that have come, like, again, traveled yeah, from the Poland, city, but said. don't speak <laughs> English.
1: yeah Yeah. how bad does the crowd have to be for someone to genuinely stop their set and ask if they (laughs) speak english like what the heck we had fun though so that i think just goes to show how good the comics actually were because i've seen comics like actually bomb like what could have happened and it is awful like it makes you feel sick to your stomach and that's one of my biggest fears when going to live comedy is I get such secondhand embarrassment if they bomb and so I this is why I like generally avoid it but they were so good they were like powering through they were carrying our little table by the hand and we're like no guys come on yeah
0: we need to find the second guy because he was my favorite and I'm like I want to send him to i'll even like post him on our instagram story if we can find him because he was just so funny
1: they all keep coming up on my tiktok now because tiktok knows okay
0: if you see him let me know send him to me because i'm looking for him but anyways that was our day monday we have one day left so let's chat through it and i guess actually it was a kind of solo day for me because tegan actually got food
1: poisoning and i'm blaming tinies (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, tinies, but it's the only place that makes sense and it was quite dirty. So (laughs) it tracks. I saw like 85 cockroaches, which I know cockroaches are everywhere in New York and I know they don't cause food poisoning, but I blame them. Maybe they were helping cook in the kitchen in a ratatouille situation and it all went wrong, but it's the worst food poisoning I've ever had in my entire life. I literally could not get out of bed except to vomit. And this is why I was actually quite impressed with our room because I was like, I was in there. I was studying this shit and having a grand old time. I was staring at the art on the wall, trying to sleep, but yeah, I was quite sick and I was like trying everything I could. I got the Pepto-Bismol. I was chugging Gatorade. Tyrell got me like this Gatorade Pedialyte thing he got me toast like literally anything he was running out to try and get I was like I'm gonna have a shower then I'll feel better trying nothing like I was dead I had a fever like full body chills sweats vomiting it was all gone wrong
0: and this is why I'm like I'm so glad I wasn't rooming with you guys at this time yeah
1: (laughs) This is why I'm so sad we left the Hilton, though, because the Hiltons have the fanciest toilets. Yeah. I'm like, that could have been a nice vibe. And a bath, because I was like trying to shower, and I was shaking so hard, I couldn't. And I was like, I could just run a cold bath and sit in it. But they don't have baths in these baby rooms.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Oh, man. So that was Tegan's last day in New York. Unfortunately, that meant she had to miss some of the things we were most looking forward to. Doing together. The first was a taping of a Seth Meyers show. So, luckily, that's something totally free. So, like, we weren't out any money. And it's something I think, you know, all of us could do next time we go to New York. It wasn't like a one shot kind of opportunity. So, we got, we unfortunately missed that, but it was.
1: And the stars of the taping couldn't make it because there was actually a winter storm so it got pushed to some stars I'd never heard of so I guess that's good yeah
0: that's actually true too yeah we didn't even really know the people who were going to be on it and then it just kind of turned into some bestie time with me and Tyrell we went for brunch I actually before we went for brunch I went to Ralph's Coffee which is also where all the girlies go especially the TikTok Instagram girlies this is Ralph Mm -hmm. Lawrence. Coffee. I'll say it was fine. Again, nothing special, but I'm all about the vibes. The people working that day and the next day, because I went back Wednesday morning, were so friendly. And again, it was a snowstorm the Tuesday morning. I was not okay. like I was soaked Mm -hmm. from this heavy, wet snow and they were just very friendly and nice. And then when I went back the next day, they were also very friendly and nice, even though it was a little busier. So I don't know. I had a good time good vibes. The coffee was fine, but it was really aesthetic. Tegan and I got our mugs to bring home. So we have that little piece of Ralph's we can enjoy every morning back home in Toronto. But then, like I said, Tyrell and I went for brunch and we went to this place called uh, Friend of a Farmer, I think it was called. Again, like Gramercy Park area. And it was so freaking cozy. They had like a fireplace in there. And I said to Tyrell, like it was very like cottage cozy Mm, vibes mm -hmm. and I was like there's literally no better place in this whole entire city to be on a snowstorm day like it was so cozy the food was really good they had like three or four different types of pancakes so pancakes was it yeah yeah I was like wait or french toast (laughs) no pancakes so we enjoyed that And then after that, I just kind of had a solo day. But to be honest, this day I felt the most like, oh my God, I'm in fucking New York City. Like it hit me this day. It took me this whole time. But again, I think it was just like the things I was doing. I don't know. I was just following my own little heart around the city. I went to Trader Joe's and Target, two things we do not have here in Canada, which is a huge tragedy, but (laughs) check those out. I also hit up the Strand bookstore and then I headed back to the West Village and did what I was calling an apartment crawl. So I was actually heading to the friend's apartment building because hello, it's me. I love friends. I've been to this every New York trip. And I was like, this is going to hit different, like with the whole Matthew Perry situation. And that's the last I really like saw of the friend's apartment was like his, when everyone was putting like flowers and stuff there. So I was like, oh, I just want to go like look pay my dues, if you will. So on my way there, I passed Cornelia street and I was like, Oh, shut the fuck up. I wasn't even planning for this. (laughs) So away I went, I walked down Cornelia street, saw Taylor's apartment. And then I don't know, it was, Great, and then I was also a few blocks away. This is when I could have gone back to Washington Square Park, but I was like, hell no, we don't need to go back there. But I was also close to Carrie Bradshaw's apartment. I didn't go back, but I was like, if these three things interest you, Sex and City, Friends, and Cornelius Street, you could literally just do all of those um, one afternoon. So, yep. And then I walked back along Fifth Ave and I went into a few different stores, Madewell, again, we don't have in Canada, even though it's like my favorite store. We used to have Nordstrom that carried Madewell, so it was at least mm-hmm. like my g- gateway into Madewell. We don't even have Nordstrom here anymore, so I, I went into Bay Madewell. I think the Bay carries it. Yeah, I hate the oh. Bay so much. Oh. It's just so... <laughs> I hate their website. I hate their stores. But anyways, yes, I could probably go for Madewell. All this to say, I was so excited to go into the real store in New York, especially like their Fifth Ave location. I went into the Harry Potter store too, which was quite the experience. And it was just so funny, like coming off the streets of New York into the Harry Potter store where I was like, it is a different type of person in here, but somehow Mm. I'm both of these people. Like I'm (laughs) this Harry Potter girl buying her like merch. And I'm also the girl on New York, like the New York streets going into these shops and being like, don't fuck with me. Like, (laughs) you know, like I'm the one with the rats, you know? So yeah. It was very fun. And then I also just kept walking down to the Empire State Building, got closer to that, and then hung out in my room before Tyrell and I went to Monkey Bar for dinner, which this is what broke my heart, Tag. I was like, oh my God, I wanted to cancel <laughs> the reservation because I was like, this was the one thing Tag wanted to do so badly. Again, inspired by Sex in the City. And you can go. And I was like, I feel so bad going without you. But it was such a hard reservation to get where Tyrell was yeah. like, we need to go and honor Tegan's work of getting this <laughs> reservation. <laughs> so that is what we did.
1: <laughs> yeah. I also found out apparently that day is called Mistress Day, the day before <laughs> Valentine's Day. So I was like, wow, Tyrell took my friend out on mistress day to the most romantic restaurant in new york city i was like how nice (laughs) that
0: is so funny i've never heard of mistress day before in my life me neither
1: i heard it on tiktok the next day and i was like because that's normally when we go out so yeah i was like honestly (laughs) it's fine but yeah that was the hardest it might be the hardest no i got reservations at disneyland that shit's intense This was the step down from Disneyland, which if you know, you know. So it was like, you have to be at least these ones, the nines reservations open up at midnight. That's a little less in my wheelhouse. These ones open up at 9 a.m., but they are gone within two, three minutes. So I was on 9 a.m., secured the spot. And then, yeah, yeah couldn't go.
0: <laughs> yeah, so sad. I do have to say though, Tag, as much as we're joking about Mistress Day or whatever, I texted my sister and I said, there's literally no other friends, boyfriend, husband, even like a friend of a friend that I could just like grab brunch and dinner with and just like hang mm-hmm. out with as if they were my own friend. But I was like, literally the only person I could do this with is Tyrell because I feel like both of you guys are like, such good friends of mine at this point yeah where I was like it's not weird and I just loved also the fact that you were okay with just me and Tyrell going to this like intimate like (laughs) dinner yeah (laughs) Yeah, we didn't know that at the time but I don't know I was just like I love you guys so much and I know I tell you that all the time but I don't know it just was so special and just made me like love you guys even more because i was just like yeah but it was funny because i had my favorite outfit planned for that night yeah like, i was gonna wear my like really sparkly top that i wore to the beyonce concert put mm-hmm. it with my black skirt and then when you weren't going anymore i was like okay i can't do this like i need to tone it yeah, down it's too far much <laughs> yeah <laughs> i was like as much as like i can love that i can do this with tyrell and it's not weird I need to tone it down like I am going for (laughs) dinner with my best friend's husband so I still wear my skirt but I just threw on like a sweater or something I was like let's try to like match monkey bar energy with like yeah yeah, mistress day dinner with my friend's husband but now now we need to go out somewhere in Toronto where I can wear that outfit because I was so Mm -hmm. excited to wear it I was also like I don't you know how like girls are always like I don't even dress for guys like I dress for the girls that was a hundred percent me. As soon as like you started feeling sick, I was like, "Well, like, what's the point of wearing nice outfits?" Like, I just yeah, love, yeah. you know, like dressing for the girls is so funny. But even it was funny. I, Tyrell was like, "Oh, we'll have to go back tell Tegan all about it." I was like, "Oh, I better take some like photos, like my little <laughs> yeah. videos, like I don't know. It's just a different energy when you're out with your girlfriends and just like, yeah, getting dressed to the nines, taking your Instagram photos. I don't yeah. know."
1: Yeah. So funny. No, I was glad that someone could use the reses because I fought. I fought the people for them. Yeah. And then,
0: yeah, just hung out in our hotel rooms and we were off Wednesday to come back to Toronto. So that was a trip. I know this has been so long, but I thought (laughs) let's wrap this up with just like really quick New York travel tips. Maybe I think we've even Mention some of them, Mm -hmm. for instance, like booking reservations ahead of time. Look into that. Like, if there's a place you want to go, for instance, we really want to go to the Nines, to Monkey Bar, and Comedy Cellar. Those were all things I really don't think we would have done had we not done the work to get those reservations. So, if there's somewhere you want to go, look it up first and make sure it is scheduled in well in advance. I also think uh, buying a city pass is a great option, especially if you're it's your first time going to New York City. We used our city pass for the 9-11 Museum, MoMA, The Edge was the other one. Yeah. So it makes it way more affordable, but to be honest, just way more convenient um, if there's yeah. multiple attractions and museums that you want to do.
1: Yeah, what else one big there? thing for me yeah. is to bring earplugs and a sleep mask. I don't find it bothers me too much. Much, but also I live in Toronto so maybe I'm just used to like a surface level amount of noise I live near like train tracks so maybe that's a thing but I still always bring them when traveling because there's nothing worse than when you know you have a busy day ahead and you cannot sleep because of noise I also have a husband who snores so that will send me over the edge and lead me to divorce if I do not have <laughs> earplugs <laughs> and also okay can I just say when we were sharing with Sadie he did not snore then we get our own room and suddenly he's snoring like he's never snored before I was like what the fuck I like that is the rudest thing I've ever heard meanwhile he's sleeping he's not controlling it but I feel like it was malicious and probably brought on the food poisoning so yeah
0: (laughs) That's so funny. Maybe he wasn't actually sleeping when we were rooming together. Yeah, he was, he was so afraid. nervous. Yeah, he was afraid he was going to snore. And then I'd be like, what the no. hell is going on?
1: He doesn't care that much. <laughs> That's
0: funny. Well, sorry, that was your. Experience there, but <laughs> earplugs, well, I have my earplugs, earplugs but I was like, yeah, what exactly. the hell? <laughs> That's funny. Another thing that I made sure to pack with me, I did not bring earplugs, but Tegan had us like all set if we needed them. Oh, yeah. But one thing I was like so determined to bring this time was SPF. And you guys are like, okay, girl, we get it. You're into your skincare. <laughs> no, the reason I brought it this time was SPF not only protects you from obviously like UV rays and stuff like that, but it also protects you from pollution. And the last time I was in New York was actually probably the start of my whole skincare troubles. I had the heck of a time with my skin and I really think it was just the city, the water, the pollution, everything like that. And this time my skin is actually doing pretty good. And I think it was because I was so diligent with my SPF. So Just wanted to throw that on the list as well.
1: Yep. Also use the subway, walk everywhere. It's very safe. Like we were taking the subway after two Cosmos late at night. I think because it's always so busy, it's safe. I think when things are dangerous is when it's like you're on a lone street by yourself or if you enter a subway and no car and no one else is on the subway car, like that's a red flag. But when things are busy, you're usually quite safe. 100%
0: and then I think the last thing is just to remember I I know I mentioned this at the beginning of the episode but New York is expensive and it is exhausting so just want to I don't know comfort people validate that because I feel like you know to listen to this trip it's like oh my god girls like that's great but we were literally like so exhausted at the end of every single day because it's so much so it's like sure it's nice that we got to have these fancy dinners and you know we got to do all this stuff but it was like that came at the expense of like being so totally exhausted literally last night we just got back yesterday I went to bed at 10 p.m last night and slept straight until 8 a.m today like just completely dead asleep and I am gonna be honest I did not save enough money like to plan for that trip. I think we were doing like bougie things and things like that. And I'm also the first one to be like, fuck it. Money doesn't exist. I'm on vacation. Like just put (laughs) it on the credit card, deal with it later. But looking at my credit card, especially since the Canadian dollar and US dollar are so different. I was like, oh, okay. This was actually, those dinners were more expensive than I was realizing. So Mm. just wanted to, I don't know vocalize that because as much as I can sit here and be like, Oh my God, I love New York. New York's the best city in the world. And you know, everyone's got to go experience it. It's not everyone's cup of tea and it is also, yeah, just expensive and exhausting. So, so buckle up if you're going.
1: (laughs) great yeah that is where we're going to leave it definitely check out all our social media as like we've already put a reel up and a tiktok up about our experience but i'm sure we'll share more we're at our golden 20s also on patreon this week we do not have our weekly catch-up but i am going to share some little photos of us in new york so If you're interested in seeing more of that, check out our Patreon. All of this is linked below, as well as all of our shops, like the affiliate or our Amazon storefront, all of our affiliate links, things like that. So always be checking those things out. We drop a new episode every single Tuesday. So make sure you're subscribed so you see when those episodes drop. And thanks for listening. We'll see you next Tuesday. Bye.